Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Tuesday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Are we, folks, you and I, are we in the twilight zone? Are we in the twilight zone? We seem to be the only ones getting this on the migrant situation. I really feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like, like I see what, what our political leaders don't see. A number of additional schools are set to start temporarily housing migrants in their gyms, prompting all hell to break loose, as it should, among parents frantic over safety and potential learning disruptions. Twilight Zone. That's what we're in. In one of the papers in the Post this uh, morning, one parent says, no effing way. I'm not bringing my kids back until I'm sure there won't be grown men in the gym, says a mom. She has kids in kindergarten and second grade at PS 172. That makes no sense. I'm quoting the mom. Why would I bring my child to a school where the gym is grown adult men, where there's grown adult men in the gym? You won't let a stranger come into the school with no ID, but you'll let them live in your gym, your school gym, she asked. And that is a completely legitimate question. We're going to open the phone lines early this morning because this is a topic uh, where you folks uh, seem to want to chime in uh, quite a bit. And so let's do exactly that. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. Nine two two two. Now, all of this, all of this with the migrants, and we're in the twilight zone, as New York City officials are issuing a dire warning about the rise of the zombie drug. Ask yourself, how is it getting here? Is it getting here in part by some of these migrants? Of course it is. It has appalling effects on users, eating away at their flesh. And if you thought it was bad with heroin addicts where they would nod over and almost never seem to fall, but nod over over almost like a zombie. And Trank, by the way, is fentanyl mixed with an animal tranquilizer where it eats through your skin from the inside out. From the inside out, literally opening up what looks like uh, cold sores all over your body, all over your skin. So the narcotic is spreading, and we're opening up school gyms in New York City for migrants to, uh, to live in. It makes no sense. Twilight Zone. I almost feel like the music. I, 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 the Twilight Zone. That, but, but if it wasn't, if it wasn't so sad, 
you know, one might be able to get a laugh. But we are in a modern-day twilight zone. The Teamsters, there we go. That's the music of the Twilight Zone. That is our reality that we live in right now. Veterans displaced. Marriages, weddings moved. The only people that count are migrants. Spending your money. Spending my money. Welcome to the New York City Twilight Zone. That's what this is. There's the promo right there. The New York City Twilight Zone with its leader, Mayor Eric Whitehouse Adams. Mayor Eric Whitehouse Adams. That is the reality that we are dealing with. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The President of Local 237, uh, the Teamsters President Gregory Floyd has filed a complaint about the opening up of school gyms for migrants with the city's Office of Labor Relations asking the Adams administration to cease and desist with the housing of migrants in city schools. The complaint says school safety agents aren't equipped to handle this population and that the move violates collective bargaining agreement. So agreement. So you know what the city's going to say? Well, you know, the the school agents are not going to be dealing with the migrants. Hogwash. Of course they are. It's just not going to be the special security personnel for the migrants. The school agents are going to have to be on super guard to make sure that there's no interaction between the children who are supposed to be there and the migrants. Twilight Zone, why are we even going through this? So normally, when I look at Twitter, as I as I did this morning, sometimes people make a lot of sense. So one of our listeners uh, on Twitter, her name is June Sanchez. June made an excellent recommendation on my Twitter. June Sanchez says, Rikers Island should be used to house the migrants, perhaps put up military-style tents, or build more housing. It is a big island. June, it's the best idea I've heard since this nonsense started since we heard about putting them in City Island in the Bronx and spent a few thousand dollars. I know you can't put them there because there's no way for them to get around. It rains too much. Up oh, $6,000, $6 million gone there. Let's put them somewhere else. Move, move, move. Money, 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 money. But if you need city services, if you're an American and you need city services, ah, we don't have a dime to spend on you. June, I love the idea. And, folks, you could reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV at Dominic TV. I love the idea. I may use some of your comments uh, from Twitter on the air this morning. Rikers Island, according to June, should be used to house the migrants, perhaps put up military-style tents or build more housings, more buildings. It's a big island. Here's why I love the idea. Absolutely love it. If you notice, when the city had the option, they they had the hotels in Midtown, and then they had the shelter uh, uh, on Randall's Island. Notice nobody went to the shelter on Randall's Island. They all wanted the hotel rooms. You've got to... Since you say you must give them housing, and I, I, I don't, that it's a sanctuary city, and you must, you must, you must... I don't buy that nonsense. I see it more as Adams looking at the White House. But, okay, you got to give them housing? Fine. But there has to be a deterrent element to the housing. You can't just say, come to Manhattan and we'll put you in a $500 uh, uh, hotel a night where the city's going to pay close to 200 There's no deterrent factor with that. But 
to June's suggestion, even the migrants don't want to go to Rikers Island. But if you're so down on, on your luck, as you say, you're willing to accept anything that the American taxpayer is willing to do on your behalf. So go to Rikers. There are buildings that have been shut down at Rikers. I would put them at Rikers before I put them in an environment where they're near children. Why not? What could the advocates say then? Oh, you're putting them where jail is. No, they don't have any place to stay. We're putting the roof over their head. But I'm not putting them in schools. So if we continue at the point where we are, where does this end? Where does this stop? Eventually, the budget dollars are going to go away. Go away. Let's start with your telephone calls this morning here on WABC. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. June Sanchez has the best idea that I've seen posted. She sent it to me on Twitter. Put them on Rikers Island. Put up military-style tents. That would take maybe a day or two. Or build more housing, as she says. It's a big island. Joe and Jericho. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Tom, Ken, Kenny, who Serena deserves a raise. He wants me to keep it short. So I'm going to hit you with some bombshells, and then you respond, as you always do brilliantly. Here's the deal. Rikers Island is a great idea. How about this? People talking about chartering buses. No, we have NYCTA, MTA buses. They can run up to 13 hours in New York City on highways. Bring them to Kamala Harris's house. Bring them to the White House. Leave them in D.C. On top of it, the children underage are not criminals. Their parents are dragging them there. But a lot of these people are criminals, are terrorists. They nailed the guy, as Rita Cosby said, in San Diego on the top terrorist list. Also, Dom, it's an outrage they threw the American veterans out. I tried up in uh, Orange County. I waited an hour to get on last night. I'm going to say something. That caller who said he doesn't care about the Marine or the victim shows you the hatred that the United States has, the best country in the world, for its American veterans. In less than two weeks, we're going to celebrate Memorial Day. American men and women of all colors and creeds who died protecting that bomb. And earlier on, Greta Cosby showed the creep complained, another creep, Russell, and he's criticizing uh, Marine Perry, Penny, because he's li- lived in his van. Well, living in your van is safer than being homeless or in a horrible shelter. The bottom line is, on the top of it, they're going to turn the school, for an empty school on Staten Island, taking the illegal aliens in. Why didn't they turn that into a drop-in center for American veterans? And on top of all of this, Dominic, my friend, on top of all of this, after said and done, those guys, the veterans who were kicked out, had 28, 28 days, 29 days. After 30 days, you have rights. It took 18 months of an outreach program for this American Marine and this American Marine mongrel into an apartment. 18 months, and we stayed in hotels on our own money, and we were paid for at times with our tax dollars. And let me tell you, they were not the best hotels. Of they course, then, I, Joe, I have, to, I have to step in. I have to step in. You've given us a, a mouthful there. I, I got it. Thank you. Anyone within the sound of my voice knows that these types of hotels, most of us would not really want to stay in, if we're going to be honest about this. And this is the way that you're treating veterans. And so for these hotels that have displaced veterans, the American people should say, well, we're going to displace you. So you want to treat veterans as second-class citizens in their own country for people that are not here legally. So now we're going to displace you, the hotel, because we're going to uh, deter our friends from booking your hotel, and we're going to put the word out that you are persona non grata in terms of uh, what to do with with uh, if you're in the Orange County area in terms of staying uh, at that hotel. Some good news for Rockland County, where I live. A uh, judge has uh, barred the migrants from coming until at least June. A judge has barred them until 
uh, the end of the month, which is clearly a blow to Mayor Adams' uh, relocation plan. And, uh, you know, folks, I, I don't know if the mayor sees himself as a national figure in this migrant uh, situation, but why would you want to be a national figure when you are literally draining the life of your constituents, draining the blood of your constituents, draining the financial resources of your constituents, we are almost completely out of money. And for the life of me, I keep stating this, for the life of me, to me, it would have been presidential, it would have been the greatest mayor on earth to say, I feel your pain, I really do, but you can't come here. What what do they say, the rappers and... um, and, and, and they used to say this on MTV, on your MTV cribs all the time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. That should have been the position with the migrants. You don't have to go back to your country, but you turn, you're out of here. That should have been the position from day one. And then if you're forced to retreat, then you take maybe five, ten thousand. We have got to be at the point now, or if not approaching it any day, where there are more homeless migrants in New York than the entire homeless population for the city of New York. Did you folks hear what I said? On any given night, I believe the figure is about 60,000, I believe, uh, homeless people in the city of New York. That That's the, before all of this started. And two or three weeks ago, the migrant crisis was hitting about 35,000. It, it has to have grown tremendously uh, since since then. Let's go to uh, Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I did agree with you at one time that de Blasio was the worst mayor the city ever had. I now retreat from that, and I say Eric Adams makes de Blasio look like Giuliani. He is even worse than him. Even de Blasio wouldn't put illegals into schools with kids when you don't know who these people are, if they're mental cases or crazy or criminals. This man will go down in history as the absolute worst mayor the city ever had or ever will have. And as far as his political career, he'll, he'll definitely get reelected a second time. But that's where it ends. He'll end up just serving his mayor twice, and then he can go back to Fort Lee, New Jersey. And that's why he doesn't give a damn about the city, because at least de Blasio lives in the city. This moron, this idiot, this imbecile lives in Fort Lee. So he doesn't give a damn if he destroys the city. He is a total ignoramus. I cannot believe that he actually made it to the to the rank of captain in the police department. He must have known someone or something. There's no way, because he's too stupid. He's too dumb. I mean, I can't. I cannot believe that they can well, make it up. Well, I, I, Michael, I, I, I wouldn't refer to the mayor of New York City as dumb, and I certainly wouldn't refer to Eric Adams as dumb. This is why I'm shocked, because I know him professionally. I know him personally. Uh, to be honest with you folks, there are many a nights that uh, me and Mr. Adams uh, hung out together into the wee hours of the morning, or at least a few, and uh, he's he's pretty bright on all issues, political. Now, he's defiant when it comes to the media. When when there's a battle, Michael, with the media, Adams, because he'll say it privately in a minute. I, I can't tell you exactly what he'll say, but publicly over the radio airwaves. But he, he'll, he's ready to go to war with the media in a minute. But I, I am just shocked that he, and I'll give you the final word, Michael, I'm just shocked that he fell into this uh, trap with the migrants. Well, maybe he's suffering from Alzheimer's. I don't know. Or somehow or other, he became a lot more stupid because anybody with any common sense at all would have never, never done what he's doing. There's no way. I mean, you take a, a, a the stupidest person would not take favoritism over illegals to their own population, their own American citizens. So somewhere along the line, he became super, super stupid. 
That's all I have to say. Okay, Michael, thank you for the call. So I'm looking at Twitter. I just had uh, 20 uh, notifications here. I'm looking uh Rich Richie. Richie came up with another good idea. He says put the put them the illegals in Motel 6. I'm with you. I'm with you. That achieves the goal of housing them, but it also serves as a deterrent. I promise you. You go to put them in a Motel 6, they're going to hold their nose uh, uh, uh up at you and go we're not staying there. We we want to stay in Midtown. This this is absolutely ridiculous. You're going to put them in schools. And what happens if uh, through the cracks there's a sexual predator and you're putting him in Disneyland around all these children? Oh, but Dominic, uh, they, they're not going to be around the children. Eh? You know, they can't get to the children. Yeah, right. They can't get to the children. We're doing this because we have an obligation on a world stage. It seems like, it seems like Mayor Adams is more concerned with the migrant issue than President Biden is. There's something wrong with that script. I, I still defy someone to call up here and tell me why the mayor of New York could not have simply said, you don't have to, not these exact words, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. As as the rappers and what they say, uh, you yo MTV cribs, you clean it up with nicer language. Maybe you have corporation council say it. The mayor doesn't have to say it. Perhaps you have the immigration commissioner say it. You know, the guy that's out there greeting every bus, like, like he's uh, welcoming an ambassador uh, getting off the bus, that guy. Have him do it. We love you, migrants. We love you, but you can't stay here. As a matter of fact, listen, I I understand your dilemma. You, you, You can't get off the bus. I'm going to get on the bus, and I'm going to shake all of your hands, and then the bus is going to turn around, and you're out of here. Escorted by the NYPD. What's so hard with that? What's so hard with that? For, for five minutes, Mayor Adams, you won't look good on MSM TV, I mean on MSNBC, but at least we would have a a budget is we would have a, a budget for the city of New York in terms of the way it's looking now. Let's go to uh, Tim in Queens. Good morning, Tim. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey Dominic, great show as always. Um, Thank you. I just wanted to disagree with your with your previous caller. Uh, Bill De Blasio was by far the worst mayor in the history of New York City, hands down. Um, that's not even a question. I think Adams is in over his head with the migrants, um, but you know he's trying to do the best he can. But this is this is Joe. Bi- this is all on Joe Open Borders Biden's lap. So I'm going to give give Adams not going to give him a pass, but you know to say he's he's worse than De Blasio that's crazy. And I, I'm going to focus my attention on the federal government because that's the one that's where the problem's coming from. And 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 Adams is just trying to deal with that mess. Mm, interesting. Well, well, you know, uh, Biden, President Biden, uh, over the weekend, this guy. Oh. Over the weekend, you know, he he's at uh, Howard University, the uh, graduation speaker, and and he's uh, stating that white supremacy is the biggest domestic terrorism threat. And thank you for that call. But it, it's like, Mr. President, don't we have enough issues rather than dividing Americans? And it's not the number one domestic issue. Number one domestic issue happens to be your open border. That's number one. That's number one. And, Mr. President, I hope you're ready. I really hope you and Mayor Adams, you know, the Biden of uh, Brooklyn, I hope you guys are ready because people are going to start being divided against each other on the migrant issue. Already in Chicago, There's been a number of news conferences from African-Americans there saying, wait a minute, you're giving these people resources that we pay taxes for, 
and we're not getting those services. That's going to bubble up all over America. We are going to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls. We'll go to Yorktown, Brooklyn, West Virginia, Connecticut, Queens, Brooklyn, and New Jersey. Talk Radio 77 When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, it's wonderful, folks. New York City officials have issued a dire warning about Trank. The zombie drug, it's coming to a street corner near you if it's not already there. The animal tranquilizer mixed with fentanyl. And if you thought heroin addicts nodded, wait until you see the folks on Trank. They, some of the pictures that I've seen, some of the people are literally almost bent over like they're touching their toes. And they're still standing, but they're in a complete zombie stage. And please don't touch them, because if you do, you may touch one of the open sores on their skin, on their arms, on their legs, on their neck, which eats through from the inside out. So we're dealing with that dire warning. And now Mayor Adams puts the migrants in the gyms of New York City public schools, at least six schools set to temporarily start housing migrants in their gyms. And um, God forbid, what's going to happen if one of these children are sexually abused? Oh, I, I'm sorry, we didn't know. How, how am I supposed to know that, that this person had, had a, uh, a, a, a conviction for sexual abuse in there? I, we, we don't know. That's why you don't put them there. You do what one of our listeners said on Twitter, on my Twitter, June Sanchez. You put him on Rikers Island. You can stay there on Rikers. Put up military-style tents or build more buildings. As June says, and she's right, it is a big complex. Another tweet from Rich Richie, and you can reach me on Twitter, folks, at Dominic TV. And he makes a very good point here. Quote, If they will be staying in the public schools, feed them the same school lunch. Amen. Let the church say amen. If the kids have to eat it, then you eat it, migrant. Migrant community. No, don't don't bust in food for them. Don't don't do that. Don't don't give them preferential treatment. At the expense of our children, if the kids have to eat the school lunch, Rich, Richie is correct, then the migrants should have to eat the school lunch. Mike in West Virginia. Good morning, Mike. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Uh, you know the deal with the uh, uh, the hotel, and, you know, they had the big wedding deal and everything, but all that contract got thrown out. All the veterans got thrown out. The big question is, who were the representatives that negotiated the deal 
for $225 million for a three-year contract. Who are these people? Let's name some names, and let's see if we can't get them out of office. Well, it's, it, it, you're, Mike, you're, you're, you're raising some great points, and the, the voters should know, but this is all done through a special contracting emergency process. Uh, with the city of New York, which to a degree bypasses the city comptroller. And you raised a great point, Mike, because at some point down the road, maybe five years when this is over and done with, then we'll find out, show me the money, where the money went and where it came in return. Well, I mean, but I mean, that's my, that's my problem. You know, I'm just a hick out of the sticks down here in West Virginia, but I listen to you guys every night. And I cannot believe the insanity that is taking place in New York. I mean, folks, come on, let's wake up, let's have a cup of coffee, let's talk about it, let's try to figure this out. This is ridiculous. Mike, I'm I'm with you. So and thank you for the call, Mike. Maybe maybe we need to have that cup of coffee, um, Maybe we need some espresso or or something strong in terms of the the coffee, a, a dark blend, because I don't think anybody can figure this out. The nonsense of of what's going on with this migrant situation. I, I Mayor Adams, you know, he says the buck stops with me. I run this city, my city. This is mine, mine, mine. The nightclubs, mine, mine, mine. The streets, mine, mine, mine. The subway system, mine, mine, mine. Well, Mr. Mayor, fix it. Fix it, Mr. Mayor. You opened your mouth. You got us into this situation. Don't blame the governor of Texas. You welcomed them here. You did. That's what you said. Now look at us. Now look at us. Paul in Connecticut. Good morning, Paul. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Dominic. When I was young, I lived in Miami, and they had the Marielle boat lift down there. They housed the migrant the people underneath I-95 in military-style tents. But we're in a little colder weather. You know, they maybe they could make them have them build their own structures. Is one thing. And then I was also in Fort Lauderdale, and there was a person smuggler that dropped somebody off, and they jumped off the boat and swam ashore probably 300 feet from shore through the shark waters. And then he came up to me. I said, are you from Haiti? And he said, yeah, the boat driver wanted me to see you. And this is about you know 1 in the morning. So sometimes they have to go through something, but I think Mayor Adams might want to start a soccer team and use them. Huh. Well, Paul, <laughs> Paul, I, Paul I, I, I appreciate your comments. Um, I don't know all about this soccer team stuff, but, um, but, 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 but I hear you, you know, you, you mentioned Guantanamo Bay and um, I flew to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba with the military. Um, and uh, I was in uh, radio at the time for WLIB, WBLS, and the Haitian refugees were being housed there. And over the weekend in uh, Rhode Island, I ran into um, someone dressed in their military fatigues, and he said the weekend guard in uh, Rhode Island, they, they were getting together some weekend exercises, but he had also been in Guantanamo Bay, uh, Cuba. and why not set that up on Rikers Island? Why not? Why not? What, what's what's wrong with that? Until we can get this situation under control, get these people vetted, find out what's going on, seems like a reasonable solution to me. Deborah in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Um, from a simplistic, just pretend I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I don't. So you're talking about Mexico. They're coming across the border, correct? Yes, from the southern right. border. So, And they're coming across because it's so horrible and there's drug gangs and it's horrific and they can't eat, find food. 
how is it that some of our people from our country go over there to vacation? Why are we going there to vacation? And why are our factories there? So can you explain that? Because if it's such a bad place, why are we then going there to these nice hotels to sit in the sun, to be fed, to get massages? And then the corporations here are building have factories there. What is going on? It sounds like we're being hoodwinked. Well, it's a, it can't it, be all that bad. It, it's a great question, but they, most of them are just passing through Mexico, passing through Mexico to get to the United States, coming from other countries. And Mexico seems to have more of a hardline approach uh, than what than what we do. I contend, Deborah, I agree with you that uh, the American people are being hoodwinked, whatever term that you want to use. And I, I don't even think the American people are. That's not fair. Our politicians are. Our politicians are, are being hoodwinked. Thank you for that call, Deborah, in New Jersey. A, a good one. Let's go to Steve in Pearl River. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. You know what? I, I just feel like something is, is not being said here, that the governor of Texas has revived a civil rights era practice, a most heinous and immoral one, of taking people and putting them on buses unannounced, the way they did in the South with black people who they didn't like. And they said, oh, if you, you if we don't want them, you take them, okay? And this, this is something that isn't being discussed, and it is disgusting that that, Steve, that, that Steve, governor Steve, in Texas— Wait, wait, Steve, Steve, that's not what's happening. Now, okay, wait, wait, okay. wait, Steve, wait, wait, okay. hold on, hold on one second. So now, so now you're the governor of Texas, Governor Steve, right? You're the governor, and you've got this migrant crisis where it's destroying your cities and blowing huge, huge holes in your budget. So, Governor Steve, Mayor Steve, what are you going to do about the problem? Okay, what am I going to do about the problem? I'll tell you what. Before I send people on buses unannounced. Okay, can I mean, you, wait, Steve, can you answer the question and tell me what would you do about the problem? I will tell you exactly. I'll, I'll tell you what I wouldn't do. No, 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 no. You're the governor. The buck stops with you. What are you going to okay. do? What are you going to do? I'm going to figure something out that figure doesn't out, involve figure everyone, out what? every figure other Figure out person. what? Wait, Steve. The oh, my God. Steve, 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 my friend, because you're talking from La La Land. Oh, it's it's the governor of Texas. It's his fault. Steve, somebody's got to pay for it for these migrants. Why should Texas be the one to foot the bill completely while you have progressive mayors talking that nonsense about, oh, deal with it, Texas, and then it comes to their city and they're crying wolf. Well, unannounced? You don't negotiate that? Steve, how do you You negotiate with a city that nobody in their right mind will be willing to take the migrants? What is there to negotiate? Excuse me? So you just so you're just going to put them on and say, oh, by the way, and they just show up? What do you want Ste- them to Okay, do? Steve, you're the governor. You still haven't told me how you're going to fix the problem. I'm not going to. I'll tell you, you know, what. Wait, I'm wait, not going to do what Steve, he did. Steve, Steve, you're, yes. tell- you're, you're, get- you're not answering the question. You see, you're, <laughs> we don't Steve, have enough time Steve, for that Steve, answer, Steve, Steve, and you know it. Steve, you want to take the easy way out. Deal with the hard reality. They're flooding Texas. You're the governor. You you cry out to Biden for help. Biden doesn't return the call. What is Governor Steve going to do? Dominic, your time I appreciate and I appreciate you giving me this time. Your time is precious. Dominic, there's not enough time for that okay. phone so, call. Okay, but, I can't but give Steve, you that answer. Uh, sentences, so wait, Steve, so so I Come love on. you, man. So I love you, man. But what you're saying is you want to complain, but you don't have any solutions. That, no, that's, I, you know what? Okay, I do so have I keep, solutions. But so I've, I've, I've asked you now. I've asked you now. I've asked you now. One, two, three, four, five times. What does I Governor Steve do? I keep asking you. I keep asking you. What does Governor Steve do? And and let me tell you what you're saying. Well, how you're responding. What I'm not going to do, and you keep dancing around it, but in the world of politics, you can't dance around it. What are you going to do? Dancing? Please, please, Dominic. 
I am not dancing. I am being honest to tell you that it takes more than three senses, but I will exhaust every option. And if I'm going to put people on buses, if I'm going to take taxpayer money. and It's not taxpayer money in most cases, but go ahead. Well, where's the money coming from to put the people on the buses, Dominic? Different programs. Most of it, 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 a good deal of it is not taxpayer money. Some of it is. Okay, great. But go ahead. But but before I do that, I'm going to say, listen, Eric Adams, there are buses coming to you because we have thrown our hands up. They're coming to you. I'll apologize or whatever. Let's figure something out together. But there is no, obviously there's no dialogue. Ask Eric Adams. Well, uh, Ask I, Eric I, Adams. Steve, 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 our mayor says he's the Biden of Brooklyn. So fix it. You, you welcome them here. Steve, what I'm trying to say is with, in a nice, uh, respectful way, thank you for the call. We all can complain. All of us can complain. But that's easy. (laughs) That's easy. What is the solution? The fact of the matter is Governor Abbott outsmarted Mayor Adams, period. As simple as that. He said, essentially, this is what Abbott did. He said, oh, you got all that mouth up there in New York. Well, here, you take this hot potato. I'm tossing it into your lap. Let's see how you handle it. That's what Abbott did. And Mayor Adams fell for the okie doke. He fell for the for the trap and welcomed the migrants. And once he did that, the migrants said, Kumbaya, Nueva York, Nueva York. And now look at us. We'll be right back. And I see uh, Ina in uh, Manhattan says she has an answer to Steve's question. We're going to go to Yorktown, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and New Jersey. Plus, we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And get this, folks, lawyers for the federal government say Border Patrol agents released 6,400 migrants from their custody without, without giving them notices to appear an immigration court or having a way to track them in the United States, according to court documents. More than 30,000 people were apprehended on the border between May 8th and May 10th, leaving holding facilities completely overwhelmed. And to solve the problem, the Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz gave an order to start letting migrants go without first assigning them a date to report in with the government. They were instead told to arrange an appointment for themselves to arrange an appointment with Immigration and Customs Enforcement near to their final destination within 60 days. Good luck with that. Dominic Carter here with you. We are taking your telephone calls right back to the calls. Let's begin uh, uh, continuing at this point with Ina. As I mentioned in Manhattan, good morning, Ina. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. I Thank would. You. Go ahead. You would. I want to answer Steve. Okay, you please answer it. Go ahead. go ahead. Okay, go ahead, I, Ina. I don't have much time. Go ahead. Yes. I would um, take all the buses and take them to D.C., at, at the White House and drop them, just deflate the tires and run out of gas and leave them there. Let Biden do that because he caused this. Every one of them should go to the, all over D.C. in the nice neighborhood from the White House go where all the congressmen they live. Drop the button, drop them there, drop them there. Let them figure out where to, to, to put them because they are the one who is causing this. And, 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 I stood Mr. the mayor for this country, for, for New York. He's, he, he couldn't, I know that he wouldn't be able to run the, run the, the city. He hasn't had the education. He hasn't had the ability. He, he's, he doesn't know what he's doing. How could he go putting kids, migrants, in, in school with your kids? He doesn't go in the, in the rich neighborhood and, and, do, and, do, and do that. He can't. Right. And if the... If the Italian guys that help 
was around if they wasn't dead. This thing wouldn't be going on because they wouldn't stand for it. Every country have a mob. And and these these people that come in here is coming from country that mob run. You remember when what they do to do do to um Saddam Hussein, mash up his country and and, and Gaddafi. This is the payback. They are the one who's they are the one who's in all of them coming together and sending these people. And most of those people, all of them is not, not from Venezuela, Mexico. They are from a, a country that, that um, Bush him, him, him take over. So that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the congressman, they have to, 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 to um, stand up. They're not saying nothing. You know, they, they are not hearing none of them saying nothing or trying to stop. Why did they open the border? Trump build, build, the, build the border. Everything was okay. Everything was running. The Democrats, stupid Democrats, vote voting um, uh, um, Biden. They know that Biden couldn't 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 run this country. He's old. He was in the in the White House for years, and and you're sitting around waiting for a, a to 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 be president. He he, he doesn't like he, he he doesn't want to do anything good for the country because no, he can't do nothing because what he's gonna do. After I mash up the country and wreck the country, he's gonna claim dementia, early dementia, then de- then then Alzheimer's, and and he get away with everything, him and his son. Well, I I this hear is, you, Ina, and I, I Ina, I have to step in and move on to other calls because I'm short on time. You you made a lot of good points there, including lighting, lining up the possible defense for the current president uh should he whenever he leaves office whether it's after another term whether he loses the election but that's interesting linda long island good morning what's on your mind linda dumb dumb i really resent you picking on our mayor i think that's terrible the solution you're looking for is we okay, wait, 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 Linda. What? You you said I'm picking yes. on on our You're mayor. You're picking on our mayor okay. with a person. Okay, who's okay, wait, wait, Linda, Linda, okay, Linda, ahead. Linda. Yes. Yes. Our mayor is a personal friend of mine for some thirty five years. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. So, uh, okay, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't. You I didn't know. know I didn't know you. I, I didn't. How, you know. How, Linda, you know. How, how Come on. I, you know. Linda, how am I supposed to know it's a joke? You know. Okay. Okay. Please so, quickly make your point. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to do it fast. Okay. So everything should be, all the buses go straight to the czar, czar Giggles' house. She's in charge of the border. Everything is her responsibility officially. This is where the buses belong, right? Who else? Well, they, thank you for the call, Linda. They they have tried that. And, and, and notice, folks, uh, I've got to double check. But the buses went to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, Ina mentioned sending them to affluent communities. That doesn't really happen. Notice it went. The buses went to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts once or twice, and then crickets after that. You haven't heard anything about the buses, about the migrants being sent to Martha's Vineyard again. And you know why? Because folks, those are black people with money. Key word with money, with money. And they can, they they have a strong advocacy. That's where Obama has a house. Black people with a lot of money in Martha's Vineyard. Larry in Brooklyn. Larry, please don't tell me that this morning this is the black community's fault. I hope that's not what you're going to tell me. No, I, I don't know if I don't have I don't have enough time. But I got a minute. I don't have enough time go, to go say ahead. what I'm going to say. Okay, so go ahead. Say what you got to say. You 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 asked a sixty four thousand dollar question. Why uh, Why is Eric Adams want to be in the national uh, spotlight on this issue? And I, I, I addressed that yesterday. We get back to the Kenyan. He's in cahoots with the Kenyan. He wants to be president. Who's going to lead him down that primrose path? But the Kenyan. Okay, wait, okay? wait, wait, Larry. You you said this yesterday, and, and I didn't check it. As I yeah. said to you, I as I've constantly said, no matter who the president is, I, I have a lot of respect for the institution of the presidency of the United States. And and that, that comment, it, it doesn't sit well with me, and I don't know why you're doing it. Can you tell me why you're taking that approach? 
digging what like that? Specifically to talk. To I'm, I'm not gonna re- yeah, I'm not going to repeat what you just said. Well, Go ahead. Because Obama is behind the scenes trying to okay, destroy okay, this country. Okay, so, so you can't personally. just wait. So you can't just say Obama. Well, the thing is, the way, the reason he's doing it is because he 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 is from a different culture, and he resents this. Uh, he's not he's not a Christian. He's not a Muslim. He's an African. He's, and he, 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 he hates this country. So wait, wait, he, wait, he wait, 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 wait. Obama's not an American. Come on, Larry. He never, he came with a bogus, a bogus. Uh, bogus all right, Larry, Larry, that, that's it. it that. That's you know, it. That's it. This morning, I, I don't want to hear that nonsense. Come on, man. Frank Morano. I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So, how are you today? I'm great. Great. You're great. No, no complaints. All right. What do you have coming up this All morning? All right. Uh, we are. So the other day we had on a debunker, Mick West. He explained why all these chemtrails that people see in the sky are not real. So I was deluged with criticism for him and phone calls and people asking me to put on the other side. So we're going to do that today. We're going to be joined by Dane Wigington who is a researcher for something called geoengineeringwatch.org. He's got a very different take. And Jason Cole is a longtime sports journalist. He's got this new book out. It's really kind of a pamphlet. It's a humor book, but it makes a a serious point. It's called Shut Up, Your Kid Is Not That Great. And it's geared towards all these parents that think because their son is pretty good at t-ball, he's going to be the next Mickey Mantle. And it's uh, it's very funny. I, I found I myself like laughing out like loud that. as I was reading it. So we'll get into a few other things as well. I like that. We have about uh, 50 seconds left. I'm going to go to Rob in Yorktown. Rob, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dom. Good morning. Um, Please, you got to be quick. As, as gotta, ever. Thank you. You got to be um, quick, Rob. Go ahead. What has to be done, all these illegals, I'm going to call like a C, like a C. Rob, please go be, ahead with the they point. Have to, they, have to, they have to be vented, okay? And uh, if they can't be vented for some reason, or if they have you, any you mean vetted? against them. I, I believe you mean vetted? Okay, Rob, I, I, I'm sorry, Rob. I, I just don't have time because we're completely out of time. Folks, you want to keep it there, Rob. I'll, I'll be back again tomorrow. Frank Morano's coming up the other side of midnight, but first news headlines with Alex Barnard. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.